machine. Welcome back, darling. Kingston Town can't win. He got checked, the champ. It's going to get desperate. But a champion becomes a legend. From, from, from the card leave in the pool. Gate holes months ago. Go red and look at him go. Here he comes. Boom, right over the top. Brother Bush, it is 15, Lance Clare. Oh, gee, is a good horse like Harry said. She'll have to pogo stick over the field to win from there. Strike me pinky, thread at the eye of the needle. Can he stay puff? He'd stay till closing time. This could be set up for something special. Cassidy hit the pull to whip. It's coming again. Dirt's dead. He loves and wins. What an outstanding racehorse. Welcome to the Racing and Sports in the Office review show. Great racing on the weekend, Blanks. Yeah, it was a really, really good day of racing across two states. There was a good two-hour period there where we just saw big performance after after big performance. So I mean, this time of year is more exciting usually than the than the grand finals myself anyway. Yeah, you get to see no one's really established yet. Well, they are, but not quite. And then you get to, you know, really see who's going to be the big dogs come the group ones. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And that was... Um, First question off the top is who was the highest rated horse of the weekend and that was Lost and Running who ran to 124 winning the Southern Cross and he's exactly that. He's um he's out there I th- fourth best sprinter in the country. We're saying Fab 4. I tell you what he's he's laid down a marker there running 124 and backed up by a big big time figure so um he might even be a little bit better than that. And what's interesting we talked about you know, there's the the big 3 if you like in in Nature Strip Eduardo and, and Mars Crusader, who have run one, two, three in Sydney's two biggest sprints and, and lost and running, was sort of chasing them in, in the spring there and, and we thought did a really good job and, and improved a lot to do that, but he's come back even better by the, the look of this. And, yeah, 124 is still a pound below Mars Crusader, who's sort of the uh, the third wheel, if you like, in, in that big three. But um, I don't think Mars Crusader's run 125 winning. Not like that. And I don't think he's run 124 winning, which now Lost and Running has done. And, yeah, not like that. So um, That was just solid all the way through. You well, were confident. Mm. Whereas Mars Crusader, I don't think you've ever watched him and were confident. A bit more um, spectacular, isn't he, and a little bit less. I mean, I suppose we love the spectacular, but yeah. at the same time it's low percentage. So it right does. now if they're racing each other, it's... Um, I'm back in Lost and Running. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd almost have that coin weighted to him as well at this stage. So... Um, I guess if we're both saying that, we're both saying it's a fab four. It's a fab four. It is. And we get to see the big three clash this Saturday. So Yeah, which will be which will be awesome. So um absolute ripper. The interesting thing with loss and running, we talked about it. They're gonna step him up in trip, what distance they get to. They're going to the Canterbury Stakes next. Rated 124, similarly rated in the Southern Cross was La Remain in twenty seventeen. He ran hundred and twenty three. He then ran hundred and twenty five in the Canterbury Stakes second to Winks in the George Ryder, and then jump fave in the Doncaster. So interesting to see if John O'Shea does go down that path. He is nominated for the Doncaster, or whether they go to the George Ryder, then back in trip for the All-Age. I didn't catch the post-race news on, on the weekend, but... Um, I think that, he's it's the old one race at a time. So Yeah, okay. But it's definitely Canterbury Stakes next, and that looks a lovely race for him. And he'll run 124.5 there. You'd think without, you know, he'd be more likely to run in that range than not. I think in, is it three weeks? Yeah. So, yeah, I, that's going to be a... Um, and then the George Ryder, we've... Pretty good standard. We've touched on it a few times. It's probably going to come up, it's not weak, but given the All-Star Miles the same day, he'd probably win the Canterbury Stakes and then he would be favourite for the Ryder, I would think. Well, that might drag us on to the honourable mention for the 
the highest rated horse of the weekend is last year's George Ryder winner, Think It Over, who's the coolest horse in Sydney. He might not be the exactly the most talented, but he's not far off it. And He's a proper horse. He's awesome. And I must admit, I undersold him a lot in this race, but he... Um, Wasn't Nash giggling? He got a per- he got into a perfect spot because oh, the the so Apollo good. broke into two races. There were the ones that were sort of looking to have a quiet sit back and burn home, and and then obviously Superman, I am Superman, wanted to um make a real race of it and, and use his fitness a little bit, I suppose. And itchy and fingers, I think. He was, well, he was the fourteen hundred meter horse in, in the race, so I think they're entitled to. Um, did he go a little bit too quick? Yeah, a little, but I reckon they're entitled to have tried that, and he ran about as well as I think I am Superman can run. He just bumped into. Better horses, and it, it just turned out that Think It Over was, you know, is it possible that, I mean, incredible improvement. And I always feel like had he come off European form to step up the way he did in the last 18 months, we'd be going, they'd be going Burko for him. Mm. But he's he's done it here and, and taken this huge step forward. And is he even better again? I mean, based off this, this is as good as anything he's ever done. Probably the best. I mean, our rating would say only narrowly, but it would still say this is the best win of his career and maybe he is still spiralling the right way. So, um, yeah, George Ryder versus Boston running sounds like a um, an amazing, a pretty appealing horse race to me. You look at his last 12 months. So he won first up last prep at 50s when he beat Creadiris and then he's ran second. 50s. 50s. Unreal. Then he's ran second at 20s behind I'm Superman. Yeah. And he's won the rider at 25 to 1. So he'd been beaten off a benchmark of 85, one, two, three, four times prior to doing that. It's pretty incredible, isn't it? Oh, it's And then all of a sudden, and it's not as if he hadn't had racing as well, and then all of a sudden he's just turned the corner. And, um, and I think many will argue he should have beaten very elegant that day as well. Like he could have won his last one, two, three, four, five, six. Like he's a winning machine. Yeah, he's just been fantastic. And, of course, the the biggest win of his entire career to date was that he was our fourth of the year. He was. <laughs> really propelled him onto great heights. It really did. I mean, that's the great thing about fourth of the year is I've never seen one not go on with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, he's. I mean, he's QE2. He won the George Ryder and then ran that fourth in the QE2. And I think he was 25s winning the Ryder. He's 20s when he won the – or ran fourth fourth of the year in, in the QE2. And it was slowly run. So there's got always that little part of you that's like, ah, oh, did he cheat? He didn't cheat at all. He um, he's been awesome, and here he was in a in a strongly run race, and he just travelled all over the man and smacked him. So um, tell you what, if you've been with Think It Over since you know the last twelve months, what eight of his last eleven he's won, and I tell you what, you've paid every time. Like you've got a big yeah, wow. Even on the weekend, he's jumped five to one. You got a decent mark out of him for a horse of his last twelve month profile. Yeah, and you look at who he beat last time in like. The prices they were betting for him last prep still very good. So yeah, yeah. Looking forward, he goes to. Well, he goes to the rider. You'd assume he'll go to probably the Chipping Norton first, and that'll be interesting because yeah, as I said, this was running. This there's two races in one here. There's the the sort of first four home there, and then there's the ones who got back. So there's a couple of Riadini and Maximal ran shockers um, from the front half, but from the back, I mean, even though it's way below her best, and even a bit below her typical first up level, very elegant fine ice bath good hungry heart good She's, good for this trip because i just yeah. don't think hungry hearts anything like a 1400 meter horse so thought she trialed well coming into that so it's good to see her okay. do it oh that's good so she's obviously going well so she's probably heading towards a ran vet 
She'll go Chipping Norton Rambit or yeah. Chipping Norton Sky High, something like that. I mean, that'd be There's got to be a race for her this prep. Toffee Tongue do that last year and get knocked off at short, short odds, or am I thinking of something? No, it was Colette. Colette got knocked off yeah. at short, short odds in the, the Sky High. She was fine here. She was up around what she runs. As I said, there's there's two races. There. Even Duace is like, I mean, she's never, ever in this race. She can't win from where she is, impossible, but she's... um. She's done enough to go. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's something she can she can kick off, and she probably is more a um, sky high level. That's her level as opposed to Rambits and QE. She's a sky high Neville Selwood horse, and maybe maybe back to Queensland for for those sort of races. That's where where she probably fits in. Not really at the the absolute top in Sydney, but yeah. I, don't, I mean, other than the obvious, I mean, the last four home of. Have flopped. Poor old Colding. He's um he's been atrocious first up more often than not in the last couple of years. And he could be done. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, he's he's done absolutely nothing there, and that should be a race that he gets involved in. So I tell you what, if you backed if you backed very elegant, you were gone after hundred meters. Yeah. No. No. She was. She was straight concede job. Yep. And you look at her previous fourteen hundred meter run. She settled sixth, and she settled twelfth there on Saturday. So a completely different scenario for her first up and. Slow build, no surprise, really. Yep, but she's fine. So I think the yeah. the flops there are, are maximal and, and colding, and I suppose she's ideal. But we're not really, even though she's ideal, did run a first up screamer last time around. I don't think anyone's. I mean, she's what fifties there and probably bigger on the fair, so not much expected. So I don't think there were any really big high profile flops there, but um, they were in the ore at, at Caulfield there, where Behemoth off the slow race in Adelaide. I think you could read into his splits there that maybe he was entitled to be short of his best, but we. He, he was short of what he typically does first up and he could only repeat it at his favoured Caulfield and Caulfield 1400. That's his jam right there. And um, Favoured in the run too, you think? They didn't go fast. It was low pressure by their standards, by the, you know, the standards of these horses. This wasn't a, a fast race. Tefani had complete control of it and he was right there. And <sighs> Well, you did want to ring the alarm bells off his first up run. Mm, but I softened on that. I know. I was disappointed you softened on it. I softened on it. But no, he ran, as I said, he could only repeat what he did there the other day. So he's our flop of the week. Flop of the week. He has to be, unfortunately. We um, will uh, mention Sinawan. Disappointing. Just couldn't springboard off his first up run. No, he went edged backwards a, a little bit off that. In the race that looked like his grand final, and I can't see, as I said, it was steadily run up front, which I don't think would have suited him ideally. But even when you look at the little things that might not have suited him, it's not as if he ran a big race and was like, oh, geez, a few things went against him. It was like, eh, you still, even if things are against you, you've got to do something. So that's a, that's a poor one because I think that was um, that was a race for him to, to catch a couple of them on the hop off the, the good return. So um, And Caulfield 1400, he'd been so good in the Heffernan there. So, I mean, we see that form, that Heffernan form is, is right there in Sydney in the Apollo with, with I'm Superman running well. So, yeah, he could have, I mean, Tefane ran 119. So I reckon he probably, even if he turns up and, and does run the big race, I thought he might he might have he might have struggled to get her anyway, yeah. especially the way things panned out. And her, she ran pretty much to her, to her best. Um, so it might have been hard for him to, to win anyway, but yeah, I think he should have run second if he was, if he was fair dinkum. Pass where mark. If he was where I was thinking he was going to be anyway. Pass mark for I'm Thunderstruck? Yep. Even maybe maybe a tick better than pass. Yep. For him, an inspirational girl. Oh, she was good. She was terrific. And I, I wonder... Um, She's back. Because I'm Thunderstruck had a shorter break. He's he's more sort of tuned up to be... I know that the stable are going, oh, he's not ready, he's not, not ready. ready. Yeah. And that's fine. But he's... um. 
he's at the head of the market for the All Star Mile, and you know he's he's ready to go about now. Whereas Inspirational Girl feels more like a slow building project now because she's had one run in twelve months. So for her to run that well without having any real chance of winning, um, yeah, it's about as good as everything bar her railway win. So where do you think she's going? That's the question. Where is she going? Is she? Well, she's not going to Sydney. Yeah, Bobby's Bob, keeping him away Bob from Sydney. Like Sydney. But I mean, the Queen of the Turf is her race. It'd be a lovely race, but I was wondering whether the Australian Cup was her race. Well, no one's going there. That's why I'm wondering if the Australian Cup is her race. Because if she'll go to, um, oh, she won't stay at fourteen hundred, surely for no. the. Because these either go to the traditionally the Peter Young or the Futurity, and I would think that she is more Peter Young than Futurity. If she goes Peter Young Australian Cup, she becomes a a really interesting. Angle and even if she's trendy for the eyes guys who would have loved the the late work through the line etc etc she's um she's anchored by a twenty five to one sp here so she won't um she won't model tight so the models won't um you know they'll have her improving off this and she's a good mare and and they won't miss that but um it's not like she's going to go around short short so she becomes an interesting betting option I think, I think. we'll be making some money out of her I think off that well, run. if they go the right way I mean she, I don't think she'd win a futurity because I'd Caulfield 1400 is awful for her. That's another reason why I think this is a um, – she had two runs in Melbourne. They've both been Caulfield 1400. So we haven't seen anything like what um, what she might be able to produce in a better spot. And, yeah, Flemington Mile, Flemington 2000. Perfect. Mm. To be honest, she's probably the most interesting horse off that race from a, like, let's have a bet in the future. Yeah. Because Thunderstruck will be, well, you know, more fancied next time. He won't have done his rep any harm here. And he'll be better fancied second up in a futurity and – Tefane's Tefane. It'll be much the same horses, right? I guess so, yeah. I can't think of what the... Um, who the new blood. Who the new blood is. No, I can't off the top of my head. So, yeah, I think Inspirational Girl probably becomes... You know, she'll be sharpened, as I said, one run in 12 months. Um, and we haven't seen her in a good spot, really. And we haven't seen her in a race she could win yet in Melbourne. We've only seen her twice. But um, both times she's done enough. Good to see, too, because had a big number on that railway win. And you're always a bit iffy when you get to that level, you have her winning. The performance we had her winning the railway has her winning the main features for the mares over here. So yeah, good yeah. to see her come back and do that. Yeah, no, it's always nice to see some uh, cross-nullabor numbers. For sure. And we see more of them these days and they do they yeah. measure up beautifully. So whoever handicaps our horses in Perth does a good job. That Greek bloke, he's not bad. <laughs> Speaking of new blood, the light fingers, I'm going to say lived up to all expectations, barring Espiona getting beat, the two... Headline fillies from the spring fought it out, and how good's watching Q Bowman in it's that stalking role? To be fair, you've probably got to say three because Jamea had runs on the board there as well. Yeah, so and we've got a running you know, right up to to her best off the the Gold Coast there, where things didn't pan out for her. So um, she adds a bit of meat to the bones as mm. well. So she makes those two, yeah, look good. I thought Espiona's run really Fine. well. You run yeah. 111 at your third start. It's never bad. It just happens that she ran 115 at a second, <laughs> but um. That perfectly fine kickoff point for her, and, and Fangirl went on with the the big carbine win. So, um, best last four and two of the meeting. Fangirl, yeah, strong. strong. Yeah, well, I mean, gee, she was strong as hell at the end of a mile, and in in the carbine club as well. She's awesome there. So, um, she'll stay a mile, and and I I think she's probably going through. Is she the far lap binary storm queen, whatever they're calling it? This this Wallers Wallers. Standard standard route, whereas Espiona probably goes surround Coolmore. Yeah, Comes I think the so. Lightweight little flyer in the Coolmore, and and then Fangirl probably won't want. I don't think she's an Oaks filly. I think she'll run in the two thousand and probably come back to the mile. 
that's pretty much the prep. Yeah, the I'd turf, say. And the owner will be there off winning the Coolmore. So yeah, I'd say they they it's both good form, isn't it? They both run surround, or do you think he? I think they both run. Have to run in the group one. It'd be hard to tell them not to run yeah, Fangirl no, after <laughs> after winning the leader. Yeah, they both run there, and, and then they take the different and then they'll paths, split. I guess. Yeah. And Espion, I mean, Espion will start favourite in the, the surround, even though she was knocked off here, won't she? Have to, yeah. I'd say it'll be um, a lot tighter than what it was on the weekend, but she still she has to jump favourite. Yeah. I thought Heresy ran okay for, for one that's a, a bit below these, and Startantes was good for a filly. In a terrible in, position. Yeah, and, and she's the same. She's probably not, you know, she just happens to have bumped into a first three here that are, are terrific. So um, even Hinged was, was fine. So they're all good for... Something else. What's the when's the Kembla Grange Classic? Yeah, the Keith Nolan. The Keith Nolan. Yep. Yeah. Oh, um, Start Tontes versus Hinged in, and Mokalua in the Keith Nolan. That'll be the second tier. Get yeah. your backside trackside. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be her race. Uh, and the fourth filly who I skipped there because she's actually part of our awards on the program. She Sue is. Zorella because the Colin Morikawa Award for the jockey that flushed it got it exactly right on one. This is based not off. Uh, it's nothing to do with the results. It's not, and it's nothing on the um, the trip they encounter either or the path they take. It's to do with the um, the sectional times and, and who rides the most efficiently. And he's won it before, Karen McAvoy, and he's, he's won it good. again here with Zuzarella. Got her absolutely right to run fourth there and ran right to her peak first up. So um, Be laying her off it. <laughs> well, I mean, she's just going to go to the surround, isn't she? And, yeah, and as yeah, we said, yeah. she's she's had this – she's been given an absolute gem here. So um, it'll take an absolute gem again to – you would think get her to run better than this. Yeah. I, I don't know how much better than that she can go, and, and I think the first three are, are more gone. likely to improve, aren't they now? I know she's first up, but it's just the way we're, we're looking at that. You know, Karen's given her an absolute gem. How does she improve? She certainly doesn't improve to beat the first two, does she, or three? No. no. But I, there's a race for her. I think we said that in yeah. the preview show. There's a race for Zuzarella. It's not against these ones because she just, you know, Bad year for her to turn up here. I mean, what was, never talk won this race last year. Zuzarella would have beaten her. She ran 101 or 2 and Zuzarella's run 105. So Zuzarella wins this last year. But, you know, you picked the wrong year, love. Which is, it's interesting because Jamea was the standout. In terms of the Phillies weren't rating well, but she was standing him up a start and beating them. So you knew she was a fair way ahead of them. And then Fangirl and Espiona arrived on the scene and now they run 1-2-3. So... It, does give you that warm fuzzy feeling when you know it sort of all locks in. Yeah, and they have a the stable has the an even better filly in Melbourne. I may as well passing mention there to the the Kevin Hayes down there Argentia one. Oh, what a win! She's Frankel filly. I will say the splits would um, cool things a little. Yeah, it was a case of they were stopping. Hot, hot speed collapsed in front of her, and and she's like we say about all these Frankel. She's a miler. Yeah, we haven't seen her at a mile yet, but I'll. I'll have a good bet that she is. So she's this year's hungry heart. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's yeah. She probably get two thousand. Is she an Oaks filly? Who knows? But she's um, who knows? We've seen her over twelve hundred, so probably not. But yeah. she's um, she'll be better at a mile, and she outstayed them here as opposed to it looks awesome, doesn't it? When they oh, whipped so it outside good. and yeah. oh, big turn of foot. Well, not really. It's not so much a big turn of foot as she's just strong, and she's just outstronged them. She slowed slower. She slowed slower, but she um, she was. Really strong. The time's great. Um, it wouldn't, I think, and these things are so hypothetical and ratings nerds are the worst when they do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> she would have run third <laughs> in the light fingers. I hate, yeah, you hate this and uh, you've done it. It's just 
theoretical nonsense. It doesn't make sense because the race shapes are all completely different. And the you effect, can't just the effect of pace is exponential and blah, blah, blah. It's complete nonsense. But, you know, she's a, that, that was a really good haze, Kevin Hayes as well, which isn't typically as good as the um, Light Fingers. And it wasn't again no. this year, but it was a, they were both good editions of, of those races. So, um, Scorched Earth is in terrific form and ran her heart out again. And I reckon got as good a losing ride as you'll see from Ollie. She's an absolute screamer. So that's... That's her. That's her. So And she's, as I said, she's been in awesome form, Scorched Earth, and I reckon she's run a blinder and just run into one that's that's better than a Group 3 Kevin Hayes. I'll tell you what. Argentia. Mallory would have to be one of the more unlucky horses going around, giving a sore back again there on oh, the weekend. Yeah. And she had no luck leading through last prep. So I'm sure that... It was I obviously if she stays there. There's um, there is so many races for mm. these sort of fillies. Like there's the Typhoon Tracy, which is just a Friday night. No one even knows it's on the Saturday fillies race for for black, black type. type. <laughs> yeah, for the all important black type. Because so. she trailed up well in Sydney. This is obviously they've conceded they don't think they could beat the fillies in Sydney. So they come to Melbourne and then she gets an absolute. She's well. Trip. I mean, she's well fancy. She started seven to two. Oh yeah, so she some, um, <laughs> she was good enough to win that. Just yeah. given none. The Taylor Pendrith Award. This week's Taylor Pendrith goes for the, to the reverse Colin Monacrowa. Yeah, the reverse. The bloke who absolutely did not flush it goes to the winner of the Kevin Hayes Stakes. Actually, Mark Zara aboard your mate Atorius. Mm, and now, I, is it is this fair? This is probably unfair to the jockey, but, you know, Mark Zara is not going to listen because he's at the Super Bowl. Yeah. So we can say <laughs> whatever we like about him. <laughs> he's Hope having a great slather time. slather on up Mark Zara. I must say, of all the jockeys, I reckon... The ones that you could stick it to and it'll be water off a duck's back. Mark he wouldn't Zara's care. has got to be top yeah. of the list, doesn't he? he I don't think he, he could. not care less. No. It's inefficient, but it's the horse's fault. Yeah. Is, he's it, got the, no, he's is got it the no horse's speed. fault well, or is it the no, stable's fault? He's got no speed from a, from a standing start, does he? So, like, he finishes. This is the thing. He runs. It's not like he doesn't have any speed because he's run, I think, only Marine One and Extreme Flight. He ran really well for something easier, I should say, Extreme Flight. Have run quicker splits than him through the race. Then his last split, his last two hundred is the third fastest split in the race, and it's a it's a ten seven or ten seven and change. So he's fast, like that's fast. Yeah, he's running fast at that point. So he's got speed, but he doesn't have acceleration. He doesn't get there. This is the thing. It's a big myth that he has acceleration. He clearly doesn't. Does he? No, no speed, no talent. He's got some talent, but they, no early this speed. is not the race to unlock it. Put it that way. But anyway, he's his last four hundred. I mean. There's enough depth to those late splits to say he's about as good as the winner and he's run second last. But that's not, unco- like, I mean, what a disaster, right? It looks So when I look at that first thing Monday morning, I go, jeez, oh, Mark Zara, what are you doing? Just leaving it all way too late and using this horse poorly, but it's the horse using himself poorly. And uh, let's be honest, he's in the complete wrong race and he should be set for the, you know, he should have been beating Coast Watch in the Autumn Stakes on his way to winning the Australian Guinness. He might right? have had him. Honestly, that's a – I mean, they're one of my favourite stables, as you know. I keep beating that drum, but um, – and they probably had their arm twisted here to some extent, I would assume, because yep. all the evidence says this is a bad idea and they've just gone face-first into it. It's a terrible idea. 1,100 round Caulfield and he's drawn wide, going to be last. He was – I mean, it's interesting how firm he was. Mm. Well, he's got big ratings and he's won a Blue Diamond, so he's cool, but when you look at the splits in that Blue Diamond, he's – Stayed on past dead ones late. You look at him in the in the Coolmore when he's you know supposedly launching. was a big eye catcher and launching, but he's not. He's staying past dead ones late. So this is all a myth. And his best ratings in the Caulfield Guineas over a mile, and it was a high pressure mile, so he stays a mile brilliantly. Teach him to jump and get him to a mile. 
now it's a bit of, you know, where to from here? He can't get back on the guineas path, so no, it's, it's too late. They're all in on the sprints. So that's all gone. I'd say he probably could end up in an all-age. Yeah, okay. That'd probably be his best option. I mean, do they run him? They can't run him in an Oakley plate, can they? Oh, he's not fast enough. Could he worm them? No. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the new market, like maybe they could try and get something to happen in I'd say they go in That's new probably market. where they go and then they go from there to... Maybe they can switch him up to Sydney and go to the Canterbury rider. I don't know, but it, this was a this was round peg square hole and it didn't work and Mark Zara pays the price by taking out the Taylor Pendrith Award. He's like, come on, guys. Yeah. The horse couldn't go. What am I meant to do? Get your manager to book you on something else. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the Super Bowl, pal. That was so good, doing the interviews for the transcription and racing.com. Waiting for the interview to come across. Oh, Mark Zara's not here. He's gone straight to the straight to the airport. It's like, how good's that? <laughs> not bad, not bad. Do you reckon he back the unders? I hope so. I hope so. Put yeah. a smile on his on his dial on this dreadful day where he's won the Taylor Pendrith Award because you know he'd be in the dumps about it. Oh, he'd be shattered. Now you're looking after the Bruce McAvaney Award this week. Press the button. That is just so exciting. We're going around the grounds. Around the grounds. So exciting is Levante in New Zealand, who's a, been a winning machine over there. What's she won over there? She's won 10 of 15. 10 out of 15. And her best effort to date was on the weekend when she's run to 118, beating on Trevier. Who we know. Railway winner, but um, she's run 115 there on Trevier, but we've seen her run 113 here, and she's run that a couple of times in New Zealand. So we've seen, her, we've seen that produced on, on Australian soil. Um, and we know that she's pretty useful on Trivier. Uh, but Levante's knocked her off now a couple of times and is a little bit better than her, rated 118, and surely they're having a little look over this side of Got the, the Tasman because there are... Um, they're racing for ribbons on the weekend. And at 118, she is... And she's... I mean, she gets a mile without wanting it. Um, that winter stakes up in, in Queensland. You know, the Kiwis love Queensland. They do. Love Queensland. Only... I had a look at it in recent years as... Four in the middle of them. Tefane ran 118 to win it last year, which is the same as what Levante's run there on the weekend. So she's she can run to that level. There were four that were around 113 in, in between there with sort of prompt response and Tycoon Tara. She's better than them. And back to Srikandi, 119. So the good winners are 118-19. So she's already good enough to be a good winner. That's a Tats Tiara. That tiara, I keep calling the winter stakes. I'm old. You I, I keep thinking it's the race at absolute glam one. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? Let's but even if they wanted to have a go at the mile, like I mean, oh, you'd run her in the Queen of the Turf. Queen oh, of the you? Turf. I think only Elise and Ascadilia have really run have been better than her as winners of that race. All the others, she'd be about as good as them, or better. Fun and fact. so I don't know that she desperately wants a mile. My read of even when she she wanted a mile, but I was, I think if you have a look at that, it was a slow mile, and I'm not, I'm not sure she desperately wants it. And she's got bundles of speed, closing speed, but speed. So I'd be more interested in in fourteen hundred. You know, I really think that. Um, the Tatsiara. I just think that is just the race. Get just her over here. Get her over here. She's just made for it. So it'll be exciting. Yeah. Bruce. Exciting. Very if she exciting. Does. If and, she does. and I think she's um. A rating of one eighteen has her beaten her old man, getting the two kilo allowance. Poissy. Yeah. I'd back him. You do. <laughs> <laughs> he was right. One hundred twenty-one was he? One hundred twenty-one. The only higher rated is Riadini, 119, but 
I'd be backing her to beat Rhea Deeney at 1,400. Yes. Yeah, but I'd back Dad to knock them both off. And well. Now? Straight out of the paddock? <laughs> that might stretch him. <laughs> and that wraps us up for this week. Cheers. <laughs>